Hello again everyone, this is Mark Pierce and welcome to another podcast from the Strategic Recruitment Blog. Today's episode is called How to Get Your Resume Read by More Employers. And I'll be sharing with you five very simple but powerful tips to get your resume read by more employers. Why am I sharing this information? Well, simply put, I enjoy helping people gather new knowledge and I don't see an awful lot of employers sharing this information. Seems to me in in the current market, I'm going to take Australia as a perfect example here. We've had a downturn for for quite a while now, about 18 months, and there's a lot of people applying for jobs, not many people hearing back. So I would have thought some employers would perhaps share some important information, some tips maybe on how to um, Make your resume stand out so it gets read. So here we go. Strap yourselves in. And I'm going to go through five simple tips that you can implement today to get your CV read by more employers. Now, the first thing we need to cover is something what's known as an ATS or something you may have heard more commonly, an applicant tracking system. Most employers use an ATS these days and the simple reason for them putting in an applicant tracking system into their organisation is so they can measure the amount of people that are applying for opportunities but also help manage the the volume of applicants. So an ATS, I'm going to call it ATS from, from this point forward, an ATS will scan resumes and it will measure strength on the basis of key words that are set by the employer. Okay, now this is really important because what I mean by key words normally would be the same key words outlined in a job description. I'll come to that shortly. But think of an ATS as a filter. And what this filter does, it will eliminate unsuitable resumes. Now this is the bit where I'm probably going to have a a minor slant on the employment industry and I guess internal recruiters in general. I think the the strength of a great recruiter is someone who can read through someone's resume and automatically pick out what they're good at and how they will fit with an employer. An ATS on the other hand is basically automated piece of software that a an internal recruiter will put in a series of keywords and that will automatically eliminate candidates from the recruitment process. Hardly any thought goes into it. And sadly, someone who may be ideal for the the job vacancy will automatically get shielded out. And as much as it pains me to say this, if applicants job seekers now want to speak with a living, breathing human being in an employer, you have to beat the ATS. So the goal of today's podcast is quite simply to ensure that your resume bypasses this ATS and it gets read by more employers. So let's crack on with the five simple and straightforward tips that you can put in place today. Starting with tip one, and it's about formatting. So keep the formatting of your resume simple. And the biggest piece of advice I can give here is to keep your resume in Microsoft Word format. If you use a Mac, um, for example, Pages format, just export it into Microsoft Word or Doc 
format. Can you PDF it? Well, you can, but sadly, a lot of ATSs don't pick up PDF files. They see them as, as a, a picture format or a picture file or a, or a JPEG for those who are tech savvy. So keep it simple, keep it in word format. Use the same font throughout as well and the same sized font. Now I've seen a lot of resumes that have different size fonts throughout. Um, it's fine to bold, it's fine to bullet point certain things, but keep it all in the same font and keep it the same size. And also, this is going to sound daft, but believe me, I have seen resumes with different colour fonts as well. Keep your resume the same colour throughout. Now, this may surprise some, but don't use photographs or pictures or graphs in your resume. What this does is it confuses the ATS. I still see a lot of resumes with photographs of the individual in. And my advice to you would be take your photograph off your resume if you're going to be putting it forward to an employer that uses an ATS. So tip number two, write your resume so that it gets read. What do I mean by this? Well, this is the part where you take a copy of the job description and you pick out the key words mentioned throughout. Now, as I mentioned earlier, an ATS will look for keywords in your resume. So what you want to do is you want to take this job description and you want to run this through a clever piece of software. Now, this software will pick out keywords for you throughout the... So it gives you an idea of the keywords you can use in your resume. So the address for this website is... It's called Tag Crowd. So it's all the W's. Then it's tagcrowd.com. So T-A-G and then crowd, C-R-O-W-D.com. So pop on over to that website, and then what you'll see there is you'll see a, a copy and paste function. So copy the job description you have, and then paste it into the field where it says paste, and then just click search. What that will do for you then is we'll pick out all the keywords. Now, I understand this may seem like a bit of extra work, but it will pay off in the long run. Again, you'd think a great recruiter or an employer would be able to pick out these keywords in your resume. But remember, we are dealing with machines here. So give the machine and the employer exactly what they're looking for. Tip number three, I call it front loading. So front load your resume. And what I mean by this is ensure that you include your accomplishments on the first page of your resume. Now, for those who don't know, I cover accomplishments in the, the last podcast or podcast three on the website. So that'll give you an idea of what accomplishments are and how to set them out on your resume. So ensure that your accomplishments are on the front page or the first page of your resume or as, as close as you can to the first page. Quantify these achievements. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, use numbers wherever possible. Tip number four. Don't place dates of employment before your employer's name. And the reason for this is because dates before employer names confuses an ATS. And most likely what will happen is your resume will get rejected. So the best format to follow is put your employer's name first, follow with your job title, and then the dates. And again, to repeat that, put your employer's name first, job title next, and then finish off with a date. 
Another tip here is to keep your job duties bullet pointed rather than write paragraphs of what you did in your role. The reason for this is because people's attention spans and I guess time as well is becoming limited. And what you want to be able to do is keep things simple, keep things, make your resume easier to read. So keep job duties bullet pointed and keep in mind as well, you've got to treat your reader's time as more important than your own. So only include the most important duties that you performed and keep the duties relevant as well to the job description. And then the final tip I would offer on this subject is only to apply for jobs where you can upload your resume. What I mean by this, there are some ATS that will ask you to fill out a form without you being able to upload your resume. If you should come across one of these ATS, walk away. An employer isn't going to be able to read through several fields to find the person that they want. So your best bet is only to apply for jobs where you can upload your resume. Saves you time as well, also saves the employer a lot of time too. As a general rule of thumb, what employer these days doesn't invest in a simple piece of software if they've got a volume of applicants coming through? So that's it for this podcast. I appreciate these tips may sound very basic, but have a look at your resume and make sure that you can tick all five boxes, what I've mentioned today. And finally, if you think this podcast would help someone with their resume, please feel free to pass it on or direct them across to the website. There's also a blog on this very subject as well. Thanks for listening and I'll speak to you on the next podcast.